Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show is Steven from Gym on the Square in Edinburgh, United Kingdom. Welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm very well. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to have you here and to really learn about what you're doing at your facility. But really, before we dive into any of that, what was it that made you decide to open this um, small personal training studio up? Uh, yeah, so I used to work in a, in a larger chain gym um, in the UK, um, and I'd worked as a personal trainer for probably about 13 years. Uh, and I wanted to create an environment where clients felt comfortable about training and learning how to lift barbells and just basically the, the, the kind of fear that clients have of being in a, a busy busy gym environment. So I was, I was looking to open somewhere where it was a bit smaller, a bit more community focused um, and people, uh, and yeah, just, just uh, to do group personal training of two to four people. Okay. So um, you were doing this in a bigger space, but I feel like we all learn things when we come from other places in the industry. We learn things there and then we decide to go open our own space because, you know, who can do it better than us? And yes. so you opened up your own facility. You have gym on the square. What I would love for you to do is just kind of give us an elevator pitch. Tell us what services and products you have available at your facility so that that way our listener kind of gets a better understanding of your business. Yeah, so we do um, small group personal training. So that is okay. Uh, the audio there kind of uh, messed up. Um, the small, audio is small groups, sometimes running at once. Uh, clients can um, as a couple of. Okay, okay. So um, couples can come in and train. You have some groups of about four people. Um, how many trainers do you guys have right now? We have. Three, three or four trainers at the moment, um, which we all take turns on um, using the um, training clients through through the group personal training. Okay. So we run from quite early in the morning, from six in the morning to um, around eight, nine in the evening. Okay. So are all, like this is fairly new, right? You guys opened, you said about four months ago, right? Yeah. So we opened uh, about four months ago. Um, so around we got the keys in March and it took us about a month to open um, and yeah we've been open four months so it's we're pretty pretty new and um, still building up clients we've still got many goals to reach but it's going very well and um, yeah um, and we'll continue to to build. Yeah so when you look at your current clients how many clients are you guys servicing within the facility as now? At the moment we've got in between 80 to 100 clients um, okay. which is quite good for after four months. So 80 to 100 clients. Um, so at the moment, we're we're looking to take on more staff so we can build that to above 100 and then so on, so we can take on more. Um, so yeah, so that's what we've got just now. We have someone who does our marketing as well, which is a crucial part um, of the business. So obviously being a personal trainer, it's something I've had to learn how to do the marketing side of things, but I'm still not 100% it. So we have someone to help us as well. Yeah, that's a big piece that marketing is huge and a lot of businesses in this industry really don't market themselves. So you're really giving yourself an edge there by marketing yourself. 
um, reaching your community. Talk to us about that. What types of efforts are you making um, for your marketing? Well, um, I actually, um, I mean, I have a, I have a mentor that I actually, I actually pay um, and use. That's one of the best things I've. That's probably the best bit of advice that I would give to anyone is, don't be scared to, to take advice from someone who's. Um, steps ahead of you and um, so I took the decision to take on a mentor um, and one of the things that I've learned is to try and be on as many platforms as possible whether it be Facebook, Instagram, website, online um, just so every day that that we show up on some sort of form um, so it, I mean somebody might look at your post once they might not like it but they're um, aware of you and when they're ready to train and ready to change their life then it might be a couple of months down the line but there um, if you show up every day then potentially you put yourself within a high chance of gaining gaining that member yeah for sure and so um like you said kind of putting yourself on a lot of platforms what do you feel like you've gotten the best return on investment from so far as in on social platform yeah Yes, for digital digital advertising side of things. Um, well, I would probably say the top of the list. I mean, would be Instagram. Could we, we do a lot of Instagram? But uh, there's also LinkedIn. Um, actually, top of the list. The main focus and is your current members are your biggest selling point, I would say, word of mouth, because if you treat your members well and you give them a good service, they're gonna recommend them to friends. So number one is recommendations. Number two, I would say quite closely would be um, Instagram. Um, but as I say, like I try my best, we try our best to show up on every platform. We do like networking and we go to events and I, I, I even literally stand outside my gym and hand out flyers sometimes. So just just to try and leave no stone unturned really. Yeah, the more places that we can kind of touch, the more apt we are actually like really grow our business. And I like that you and you know, you do touch on word of mouth, but you're also supplementing that with other things. And I think that's a place where a lot of people go wrong. They only rely on word of mouth, which in this industry we love word of mouth because it's free. But it's not, you know, a method where we can predict our growth. We can't say, hey, we're gonna hit hundred clients by X date, um, strictly through word of mouth. We can't handle the speed at which people talk oh. about us. So when we add, you know, other things, digital marketing, pounding the pavement, things like that, it's a great way for us to really be able to predict our our growth. Um, and so I kind of want to ask, you know, when you look at the business right now, what's the biggest challenge? What's that one thing that's, you know, challenging, kind of a bottleneck for you guys? And what are you doing to kind of overcome that? Probably the biggest challenge right now, because we're new, um, anybody starting a gym would be because it was my business before it was just me um, before we before I um, took over the gym. Um, Basically, I had to start taking all the sessions myself. So free time for myself was quite limited. So the biggest challenge right now is bringing on more staff and training them up and basically running everything smoothly with bringing staff on. So that's probably our biggest challenge right now. In order for us to grow, we need to take take the hit a little bit financially to bring on to bring on um, an extra member of staff, but that will give us more hours to do things like marketing and to get to give a better service. So that's the kind of stage that we're at at the moment. 
um, it's just finding finding the staff and um, making sure we we can we have we have more hours available to provide the better service. Well, an even better service. Yeah, and so when you look at your role in the business, as you bring on more staff, like what role do you hope to play in this business? Well, I still want to be, I really enjoy training. Like I love taking group sessions. Um, I love training clients. I love being involved in um, a lot of things that are involved in a personal trainer's day-to-day life because that's obviously what I signed up for years ago when because it, it's my passion to do that. Um, but as you'll appreciate, there's a lot of admin that's involved with being a gym owner. So one of the struggles that I've had to deal with is just not realizing actually how much admin there actually was. Um, so from a personal trainer taking six, seven, eight sessions a day, I'm really having to cut that back. Um, um, although we tell our clients to try and stand up at our desk and get more steps in, um, I'm now finding myself sitting at a laptop a bit more. Um, so yeah, so I, I still want to be involved but I do need to, as a, as a gym owner, there's a lot of things I'm kind of going into the, the um, management and kind of the, the, the um, paperwork side of things. Yeah, I think, you know, when we can take a step back and work a little bit more on our business, but still, you know, be involved in our business, yeah. It's, yeah. it's really, really important. Um, we're never going to grow our business to the point where we want to go. That idea of like multiple locations or really filling this location, it's not possible if we're spending time on growing that. And so um, I think it's great that you have that kind of mindset that you need to be able to spend some time on the business. Um, but, you know, I want to ask you, if, you know, a client were to walk through the door right now, walk me through that process. How do you get them to convert to some kind of membership? Okay, so um, group training can also be quite a tricky one because a lot of people also believe that there's only one-to-one personal training out there. And you probably got to get this with maybe CrossFit as well. Um, so, but our, our model is two to four people um, somebody walks through the door and um, they would they would either come to the door they would inquire from whatever source they um, require and uh, we would have a call with them and I always like to invite them into the gym I like to have a chat with them and um, to just get to know them a bit show them about the gym just get to show them what they're looking to do what sort of stuff we do and um, a kind of brief chat we don't have the consultation there and then um, and a lot of people are it's you try and convert them from the used to train one-to-one to to then groups some people are coming they know they're coming for groups um so yeah so um i show them the membership options show them where they're going to be working um the gym's pretty nicely done up so everyone's pretty happy when they come in um and then yeah so after then somebody would sign up we have a consultation process where it's quite um one-to-one i would like to take clients for a coffee which is always nice, sit them down and go through a consultation form with them uh, just to get get to know them a bit more. Um, And then we structure, I then go away and structure a personal plan for them. uh, And then they're booked in for their personal training session and within the groups where they get to meet the other members who are super friendly and amazing. Um, Because it's one of those things when you first join a gym, you're scared, especially when it's group training, people are like, oh my God, I'm um, I'm not sure if I can train in a group, but we've got a really good bunch of people who are who are really 
really funny and friendly and all they're looking to do is just really um, better themselves and they're really good to be around so so they can make everyone feel welcome yeah i think the community piece is very very important um when you know you're doing this consultation and i think that's a vital piece of like how we get people to convert we really need to get to know them and their goals and then sell them on how we can help them reach their goals yeah um and so right now like when you look at your conversion rate you know how many like what's that percentage like how many of your members are you actually converting to a membership when they come in for that consultation i mean i would say i mean i i've done this job for a long time so i've, I've i mean I've, there's been times when i first started as a personal trainer where i said to myself that didn't go so well or i need to improve on that so it, it's it's taken a long time for me to get to a stage where i am super confident at delivering um, what I am about, to, like what I'm trying to offer clients. So it never, but I feel that um, I would say 80 to 90% of clients that come in, probably up to 90% do come in um, and do join. We also like to offer a, a free trial session just so, because it is a lot of money people are spending. It's a right. big investment. So we like to offer that and then give them more of a, like a, a good insight as to what we offer and nine times out of ten that person does sign up but what i would say to people who are looking to open their own gyms you can't get um upset if someone doesn't want to join up because that's just part of the game um you just need to use that as motivation to then find more to find more members and keep working because yeah you if you're if you're good at what you do you'll convert most but you need to just keep your chin up um because okay. um it can be quite hard at times Definitely. So when you look at this piece here and the idea of, you know, bringing members in and converting them or selling them a membership, what do you think you could do to make this process even better for you? To make it even better? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, well, I mean, touching on having, I think, touching on having, having basically like amazing results to, to show online with clients obviously we've got good results but we could always um add more and improve so um you could you could all have reviews set up online video reviews so so clients that come to the gym know that you've got a good reputation so we're looking we're obviously quite new so um we're building up our google reviews we're building up our reviews on instagram and stuff and our word of mouth um so yeah and having more staff around so we can cope right. with because um, we're in the city centre of Edinburgh, so we do get a lot of um, inquiries. And one of the things that um, I, I like to do is as soon as somebody inquires, get them in as soon as possible. It's not always possible because we're small just now. But when somebody's thinking about fitness and are thinking about changing, it's good to get them as soon as possible because they might change their mind two, three days later. Yeah. Um, it's I think like average is like when somebody inquires we should be reaching out to them I think it's within four to five minutes or else like their mind is on to something else and so um, it's really our job to converse with them nurture them get them in the front door um, to our facility as quickly as we can because exactly. you know people change their minds they might be feeling like hey I need to get healthy one minute and then the next minute they're thinking about something completely different exactly. um, but I want to ask yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so I kind of want to ask you, you know, right now you guys offer personal training. It sounds like you have some nutrition included in that, but in terms of like additional kind of streams of revenue coming into the business, do you have anything else to offer right now or is it just the training sessions? 
so what we're doing is uh, this is something that we're actually working on at the moment we are working on um at the moment so we we offer the group personal training you have training support and you have um accountability um and nutrition support but something we have been discussing since um we're about to take on more staff is adding more more to the clients memberships like um training workshops like extra nutrition workshops maybe some extra classes and um, things like that so the yeah. Yeah. Client runs, but more things to service. There's an excitement. Yeah. Um, so you are including the nutrition and the accountability now. But you're looking at, okay, well, in the future, what can we add? And so you're, those are things like workshops, extra kind of add-ons for clients. Um, have you guys ever thought of, you know, doing nutrition separately as, as an add-on? Like for people who are only interested in nutrition, have you ever thought of an online platform? Have you ever thought of supplements or those things that have crossed your mind? Yes, yes, they have. Um, so we have actually discussed with a nutritionist to bring somebody on board. Because obviously, I mean, we are um, personal trainers, and we do know a lot about nutrition, but a nutritionist also does study for five, for four, five, six plus years. So that there's, um, nutrition can be taken onto a next level. So um, I'm not scared to say that I'm quite happy to get somebody who has more knowledge and better knowledge for me off, off that side of things, which would help my business. So that's something we have looked on. Um, obviously, because we're new, we have to look at our finances. But in the future, that's definitely something that I would like to add on, which I think would massively benefit members just because uh, there's a lot more to the nutrition side that, that I think they could benefit from somebody who has um, a lot more um, experience and knowledge in that field. Yeah, it's really good for our clients because they see it as more value, but like for our business, the more streams of revenue that we have coming in, the more successful we're going to be, the more that reality of being able to have multiple locations, really optimize this location, the more that becomes possible. So I always like to kind of ask that, but the final loaded question that I want to ask you here is, you know, if I were to hand you a magic wand and I said, all right, Steven, you've reached all of your goals for Jim on the square. Um, what would that picture look like for you? Do you know what? Like every time I reach a goal, like I always, I'm, I'm the kind of person that just kind of like, I need, I'm sure a lot of people like this, but you just like, so I was to qualify as a personal trainer, done that. I was to work in a gym done that I was then to own a gym I'm here now I want to get to um full um, capacity of members which could be up to at the moment in this gym it could be 200 it could be 300 um and then that's that's probably the goal just now is to max out in members um have a service like you said which in, which has the best value for customers and I want to give as much value as I physically can um and potentially I would like to I would like to open another gym um, in Edinburgh as well. So there's um, two two parts two parts to the gym. But yeah, basically, I just I would like a service where people talk about and people know 
um, and they know that it's beneficial and it's and it gets results for clients um, and the community is buzzing from it really. Yeah. So what do you feel like you need to do right now within Gym on the Square um, where you're at currently to get to the point where this location is really maxed out and you can make that possibility of a second location realistic? I, I mean, the market and first of all, the service, like the, the service is good, but I want it to be very good. So I don't want to just settle for somewhere, oh, somewhere where people think it's good, but I want people to, to, to want to speak about this gym. So I want to improve the service with having extra staff and get the service um, higher and higher and higher. So it's a very, very high standard. Once the service is where I want it to be, um, and at the same time, our marketing with having more staff, uh, I want to get a name everywhere. I want to get a name so people know more about us. We're, 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 we're showing up every day on every platform. So I can say I, I've done everything I possibly could to, to get the membership levels to this level. Um, and then hopefully there is a, a demand for more and then to pe um, potentially open another part to the gym or another gym. Absolutely. I think that with what you have going on right now, I definitely think that really focusing in on that level of service, that value that you're providing your client, looking at what you can do to continue to increase that value um, will really get you to that next level. Um, you yeah. have a right mindset behind you. And so I definitely think that that will carry you places. Um, finally, I want to ask here, what is the social media for the gym? Where can our listener go to find you on um, online? Yeah, so um, on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, wherever that may be, it will be Gym on the Square um, or gymonthesquare.com. Our website is currently under construction this week, but it will be there next week um but yeah it's just called gym on the square um and you'll be able to see we've got nice navy blue color navy and blue and white colors uh, and we're all happy on the front page um, awesome. yeah i'm excited to go check it out and follow along for the journey thank you so much Stephen, for being here today and mm -hmm. listeners thank you guys for tuning in um don't forget if you want to stay notified about future episodes hit like and subscribe and if you want to join us for an episode here at the gym lords podcast fill out the link in the description and we will be in touch with you soon as always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Alex Beck. And joining us on the show is Dan Melita from Melita Fitness and Rehab out of San Diego, California. What's going on, Dan? Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Alex. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. I'm excited to have you on. Excited to talk with someone else in the West Coast over here. You're based out of San Diego, California. Beautiful area. Pretty close to me. Um, but yeah, let's not waste any time here. How did you get started 
what is it that made you want to start with opening your own fitness facility? I got started years ago, back in probably 2006, after I got out of the military. Okay. I served with the Rangers, 75th Ranger Regiment out of Fort Benning, Georgia. Um, got out and started kind of falling into corrective exercise. Went through the Paul Check Institute, went through my bachelor's degree in kinesiology, my master's in biomechanical rehabilitation, and then post-grad was clinical neuroscience. I just started kind of falling in love with anatomy and, and corrective exercise, essentially. And then in 2013, I opened up my own facility and we've been here for yeah almost 10 years now. 2013, congrats on that. I don't know if you know the actual statistic here, but, but even in California across the US, the average gym doesn't even make it to their third year, let alone with COVID, over a third of fitness facilities actually went out of business because of the pandemic. Um, so, you know, the fact that you're here, something to be proud about and something worth talking about as well. Um, but no, so I would love for you to give your own elevator pitch of Melita Fitness and Rehab and the services that you guys offer. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Melita Fitness and Rehab, we do, our specialty is injury rehab and postural recorrection. We do have a facet of San Diego personal training um, that's attached to us as well. That's part of the company and they specialize in general pop stuff. But here we do a full biomechanical and neurological diagnostics to find out where muscles are imbalanced and where some type of deviation is coming from. Then we customize a plan for the gym floor for the corrective exercise side to not only get somebody into the, the shape that they want to get into, whether it be muscle gain or weight loss, we also take into consideration the postural deviations that could be inhibiting optimal performance. Awesome. So, so what you offer is very, very fully tailored for your members, correct? Yeah, we, we try to keep it as tailored as possible. Everyone's completely different, whether it's the same injury, there's still different reasons why that occurred. And then we also have healing modalities like cryotherapy and um, we're bringing in IV therapy and uh, hyperbaric chamber, which is extremely popular. So, And, I, and I'm, I'm curious because I know you're, you're also a rehab center as well. Do you have your, your clients, your members, do they pay on a month to month basis or do you have most of them paying, you know, like class packs or for sessions? Yeah, definitely. Most of the things around here are on a package based. So just some people buy a single session, one off for a modality. Most people buy packages up front and it keeps it a little simple. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, so you are sitting at about a thousand members right now. I do always like to ask, is that a number that you guys want to stop at? Or are you trying to hit the gas right now and see some new faces? We're trying to hit the gas and see new faces because the, the ideal is to be able to expand into another facility, maybe a little bit more north into Orange County. Okay. So we're, we've been kind of talking a little bit about Southern Orange County as a potential jumping off point, but also some connections in Arizona. So we're, we're looking at expanding. Very close to me. So the Orange County facility, that would be a second facility that you open, correct? Not moving the first? No, a second facility that we would open. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and for there. you, what are some of the boxes that you have to check so you could get to that point of opening that second facility? The main objective here is to be able to find, to clean up the staff to where it, everyone has things running extremely smooth. With We've spent the last two quarters focusing on the different modalities and the different training protocols, keeping them in place, just kind of cleaning them up a little bit more. Um, we made a lot of modifications during COVID. We had to modify like everybody else. And now we're looking like that post-COVID, the post-COVID response is seeing how 
the company should look moving forward. So as that gets cleaned up, we expect that to happen by the end of this year. We're going to be looking at different facilities up in kind of the Mission Viejo area, hopefully. Okay. Um, at least Viejo, Mission Viejo area. There you go. And um, you go. It, it's more of a, when I feel like this facility is ready to be managed by, you know, one of the, one of the employees here. Okay. And, and for the rehab part, how, how do you guys get members? Is that more so through doctor recommendations? We work with about 70 doctors in San Diego. Um, so there's a lot of doctors that come in from, there's a lot of doctors that personally come in themselves, um, because they like the fact that we're focusing on not just conditioning, but also postural, postural rebalancing essentially with their conditioning goals in mind. So it's, it's very, very tailored. It's it's much, much more specialized. So we get a lot of medical, um, medical personnel that comes in as to work with the trainers here and some of the rehab specialists. Okay. And, and for the general fitness, like private training side of things, do you guys have a different system for bringing members in as well? Uh, yeah, we have different like social media channels as well as um, like online and a pretty strong online presence. And a lot of it's about referral now. We've been luckily blessed enough to be able to build a pretty good referral network. And um, but I say yeah, the, the vast majority of marketing right now is probably online and social media. Okay. a decent amount of general population clients from there and let's see how how many at least we'll go from like the referral side of things how many leads would you say you get on a given week or a given month through word of mouth through referrals well in california it fluctuates pretty heavily with regards yeah. to like the time of the year the summer times are usually a little bit on the slower side right without traveling you know and then in the middle of the winter a lot of people are out doing their ski weeks and their their stuff but i've noticed yeah, April, May, October, November, those kind of frames. It's not uncommon to have, I'd say probably 10 to 20 new contacts per month. Okay. Okay. And would you say that number is a good number to facilitate the growth that you want? Or would you rather have, you know, more leads coming in on a month to month basis? I think a little bit more leads would always be great because the, the main objective is expansion. So if I'm going to try to open up another location, another facility, you know, the, the more full that I can get the personnel here, the easier it is to open up another location as well. So right. we have currently about eight trainers that work here. Four of them are full-time that are doing about 40 hours a week. And there's four of them that are part-time, probably around like 20 hours a week. Good for you. I talked to a lot of gym owners and, uh, you know, hiring, finding full-time trainers, Finding good team members is something that I think every business, a difficulty that every business is going through right now. Um, Honestly, that was probably one of the biggest, uh, yeah. biggest nightmares of, uh, of expanding is, is hiring. Right. The biggest result we've had from COVID was not necessarily the lack of clientele from COVID or the, the government regulations, but more the fact that people don't really want to work. Yeah. And that's been kind of the, I've heard that with many other gym owners and other, you know, just industry in general. Yeah. Have you, how have you at least, and it's something that you can't always combat, right? But from at least from your experience, have you been able to push past that point? Well, the biggest thing is trying to find, in my opinion, is trying to find a, the, as many candidates as you can find for the position. Uh, I've been really lucky sourcing out on Indeed. Um, but also with local universities, San Diego State, I have a lot of connections with. 
that's where I did my schooling at. Mm-hmm. So I'll put stuff on with San Diego State, and make some of their job fairs. Uh, they have a website called Handshake that does some stuff. And mm-hmm. we've crisp up the interview process to have a threefold interview process to see if somebody is going to be offered a position on the facility. And so we've been able to filter out some people who don't have that type of work ethic or um, you know dedication to clientele that we're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, and you also mentioned that one of the ways that you do get members is through social media, correct? What does that really look like? Is that more so organic posting or is it running like paid campaigns on Facebook, um, Google SEO? So we kind of have all the above right now we have, uh, we do PPC, the pay-per-click advertisement. We also have Google AdWords um, that goes up. We have monthly SEO that's being done. And we just recently contracted with another company called Doctors Multimedia that does a lot of uh, integrative wellness uh, marketing. They're going to be taking over kind of a new website build and a lot of their social media platforms. So just kind of looking at how many different angles they hit it on. We also are looking at doing stuff within the community as well. Uh, some of the, the events, the Ironman events that come out, the track marathons, the the swims, all that stuff in San Diego, they have booths oftentimes at the end that. Yeah, important to be well-rounded too, right? Just at least to dip your hand in a little bit of everything when it comes to marketing to see what works best for you so you could double down on that. Um, You know, uh, when you look at at least some of the digital marketing that digital marketing that you've done, what has really worked best for you, in your opinion, has it been, you know, more so running campaigns on Facebook, um, you know, Google SEO, do none of them work for you? I think the best one has actually been probably more the Google SEO. That's been probably the most effective. Um, Facebook hasn't really been an effective tool for us, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. uh, for some, for whatever reason. But Google AdWords has been probably the top. Yeah. Okay. That's crazy too. Facebook ads usually, I mean, is the the cheapest cheapest way to get leads as a gym owner as well. Are you guys running the um, running your marketing in house, or do you have like a team that helps you out with that? We have a team that helps us out with that. The right now, the Doctors Multimedia is a full full scale marketing company. Cool. Um, that specializes in, like I said, integrative wellness facilities, like I said, which we have the, the standard gym personal training side, but also the, the wellness rehab side. So it's a, they're a good company to kind of manage that side of the marketing. Uh, and then we also have a, another team that we outsource to do some of the SEO and the back end for you know, other websites to get the modalities to come up a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. And important these days, right? I mean, kind of crazy how, how the internet and social media has really change the game but now it's like if you don't pop up on yelp if you're not popping up on google very low chance that you'll be able to see the type of business that you want um now dan what's kind of your process here for when you do get an interested lead let's say it's myself right and and i hear about you word of mouth maybe i saw you on google on yelp um, and i walk into your facility what's your process from turning me into an interested lead into a paid member at least on that personal training general fitness site yeah, the first thing is finding out your goals. The, the typical person that will make contact is my office coordinator. Uh, she's been trained to know how every single personal trainer works, what their styles are, what their strengths are. And she's going to get your information and find out what your goals are. What are you looking for? What are you trying to get stronger? Are you trying to lose some weight? Do you have injuries that you have to deal with? And she'll match you with the trainer that she feels is the, better, the best fit. 
Um, and then you will be introduced to the trainer. The trainer will then take you through, it doesn't happen right then, but you'll schedule a, a complimentary workout session with that trainer. Okay. And then you'll be interacting one-on-one with the trainer. And if there's anything that kind of comes up, comes up during the, during the session, as far as injuries or discomforts, whatever, then we usually would have one of the rehab specialists take a look at that as well. There you go. So, so pretty much like a free consultation, you bring them in, get to know them, ask them some questions, you know, figure out what their goal is, why they're, why they're there. Everyone has a different reason why they're in the gym. Right. Um, and then from there, set them up with the trainer, get them a free class with the trainer. And then usually from there, they turn into a paid member. Yeah. Most of the time that's how that works. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we cool. try to be very education focused as far as uh, the trainers go when they're dealing with not necessarily even just new clientele, but existing annual client, we try to be very education focused. So we, you know, we believe that the more you can explain something to somebody, the more you can teach somebody about their body, the more value that you bring to them. And that's been a pretty, pretty strong response that we've had from a lot of our, our clients that they appreciate when you're explaining in detail what's going on. Yeah. And, and showing that you care, right? I always tell people uh, as business owners in the fitness industry, we don't necessarily sell fitness. We more so sell, you know, a lifestyle. We sell, you know, a, a route to reach their goals, to accomplish, you know, the goals that they want to get to. Um, do you guys track like your conversion rate for your sales process that you have right now? At least, you know, the leads that come in versus the amount that you're able to close. Yeah, we have a soft tracking that we do on it. We, there's not a hard system that we use, but yeah, we have a, a basically a Google Doc that we track all that stuff in from when a client comes in, uh, who they spoke with, where they set up with, did they meet with the trainer, did they have the session, and did they actually purchase a package and continue training? There you go. And, and so we have. Sorry, did I cut you off? No, no, you're good. There you go. I was going to ask who does the selling currently. Do you have your trainers partake in this as well, or at oh, least? Yeah. The Go ahead. Yeah, definitely. The trainers are are kind of self sufficient for the most part. Cool. Um, they've all been trained up. We go through bi weekly. We do twice a week. We do like study sessions and training sessions. Not necessarily on how to close a client, but and the more education that so they have, more education to put towards their clients. And right. you know, then they're just offered packages usually, and our conversion rate is pretty high. There you so go. We've been, like I said, blessed enough to have. Um, successful endeavor with that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it sounds like you guys provide a lot of value, which is really the name of the game. So for you right now, would you say it's more so focusing on, you know, you have, you have a good close rate, you have a good sales system here, more so just getting people to come in on a consistent basis. I think the biggest thing is right now is probably getting more contacts, you know, like anything else is trying to, there are a few trainers that we're still trying to fill up a little bit more. Okay. Be able to get them, get them up more to a full time status. Uh, that's kind of the main objective right now. I want everyone to be able to make as much as they can, you know, as they can do. Um, what would you say is like the biggest bottleneck that's holding you back from that point of being able to at least fill up their schedule so that they could be there full time? Well, the problem that we've had recently in the beginning of the year with the post COVID shift was uh, we had some people just get out of the industry completely. Mm-hmm. So some of the trainers that were working here, just, you know, we had one move to the East coast. We had one move to Salt Lake city. We just, so we had a few people who just got out of the industry yeah. and that created a lot of client turnover, which we expect, you know, retention rate was relatively high. We probably maintained 70% of percent of the 
the clients that were working with those trainers. Um, and then, so now it's kind of rebuilding that deficit, you know, that, that loss. Yeah. So that's where kind of going back to the biggest problem with the industry is not necessarily the getting clients in the door, which is always the number one objective is getting clients in the door and maintaining, providing a, a high quality service. But the biggest issue that we, you know, we've personally run into is more of the um, maintaining, you know, employees that are looking to really help people yep. improve people's lives and, you know, come to work on time. Right, right. And let's see here. I know you've been thinking about adding some different types of services to your business plan here. What does that really look like? You mentioned a little bit about cryotherapy. Um, what other things are on your mind that you'd like to include in your facility? So right now we've, we've done some experiments on different modalities for, for like the wellness center. We had an infrared sauna that wasn't really being used. So we replaced that with a cryotherapy chamber. That's been a lot more popular. And then we have a hyperbaric chamber, which is used very often. It's a very popular one for post-COVID. We've kind of fell into a little bit of the COVID long haul uh, treatment protocol. And we have something called PEMF, which is Pulse Electromagnetic Field Technologies. It's a high intensity unit uh, called a Hugo Pro, and it stimulates cellular metabolism. And then we're also looking at bringing in uh, IV therapy in the near future. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And, and how many of your clients would you say invest in multiple other services like that? Right. How many are coming in for just per, solely personal training and end up, you know, doing the cryotherapy, doing, you know, some other type of service that you guys include? See, we're probably only about 30 to 40%. Okay. That's, that's one of the biggest business changes that I'm the current goal is, is try to get more of a clientele that are in the facility to use the modalities that are in the facility as well. I'm trying to get the clients, the trainers a little bit more used to educating on what the benefits of these different products are and, and why and what they can be used for. Do you have like a, a monthly package that does include maybe using multiple services at once? We haven't done, we've tried the monthly package thing in the past. It wasn't really working well. Mm. So we, we scrapped it and went to the package deal. But we've talked about recently about what, what we do do often is the PEMF is a very popular modality that we have here. Everyone likes to use it. I don't know if you're familiar with that modality or not, but it's, um, it's a 12 minute treatment and it can make some pretty impressive uh, benefits for people. So what we've been doing is people who've gone through a training session, we'll put them on the PEMF unit after the training session and see how they feel, see how they like it. And when they do that, the majority of the time, they actually end up purchasing sessions for that. But we let everyone try that one once. Okay. And, and what are the some of the changes? Just curious here, because I think it's, it's really beneficial for yourself as a business owner to be able to pull these people up from lower levels of service to you know paying more service. Not only are you giving them more value in the form of you know, getting better service, but they give more value to you in the form where you can make more money. So, so what are some things or some changes that you've tried to make so you could make that shift easier or at least the ascension process? Yeah. I think the biggest thing is allowing people to try the modalities, you know, at least, at least the first time that's been, yeah. you know, the, the problem with some of the modalities is the hyperbaric chamber. It's, it's an encapsulated tube. So some people get a little claustrophobic, they're afraid of it, but to you know but certain things like the cryotherapy it's cold right. we're a little afraid of it so there, there's things that you come into with people's uh 
apprehension about trying new modalities because of the extremes of modalities, the extremes of healing, right? You go to a sauna, it's 160 degrees, you go in a cryo chamber and it's negative 170 degrees, or, you know, you yeah. go on a EMF blanket, it's a little uncomfortable, or you're in a hyperbaric chamber in an enclosed tube. So there's all these little um, apprehensions that people have. So trying to ease the, ease the client's minds about what these apprehensions are and why they can be beneficial. That's the main objective that we're trying to figure out what the best play is or how, how to best educate the clientele that comes in to multiple okay. modalities at the same time. Because once they try it, they usually see the benefit of it. Yeah. yeah. So it's easing apprehensions is okay. the main objective, but sometimes easier than others. Right. Easier said than done, right? Exactly. <laughs> and, and Dan, let's see, if you could... If you could wave a magic wand here, let's say you have a magic business wand, right? And you could tap your business and get the perfect business that you want. What would that really look like to you? So the perfect Melita fitness and rehab. So the biggest thing, so I, I'm very big proponent of education and teaching. And I created my own methodology uh, for diagnostics and rehab. And I would personally like to be able to get that methodology out more, um, Pre-COVID, I started teaching seminars, which was which was great. And we're starting to get a little bit more contact from hosting seminars and stuff now. So ideally, I'd like to have facilities really heavily focused on education where their seminars being taught facilities a little bit more frequently and continuing that is, is available for uh, not just the personnel that works here, but also, you know, community personnel that works in the area. So that, that, that would be kind of the main objective. I'd love to be able to add more of a classroom type of uh, aspect to, to the business um, with, with regards to trying to get the, the diagnostic methodology out there. Right. And also teaching people how to do the correct form with, with exercises. There's yeah. a lot of uh, misconception on uh, anatomy, essentially, on, on what exercises do what and what they're for. So trying to get that education out there and, and have multiple facilities that can, that can put the, the correct information out there for the public, that way it can affect more people. Yeah, yeah. And, and when you look at education, what are some of the things that, that pop in your head immediately that you would want to be able to educate people on and, you know, your members included? Well, the biggest thing is, uh, you know, I've noticed in the industry is that some of the trainers, they don't have the anatomy knowledge base that they, they right. really should have, unfortunately. Um, oftentimes, give you an example, people hear of the lats being used for a posture where they, you know, they, people, a lot of trainers think the lats actually retract the shoulders, but the lats actually protract the shoulders because where they insert the floor of the bicipital groove. Yeah. So you give somebody a lat exercise for posture correction, it'll actually make their posture worse. So there, there's things of that nature that, I, you know, when it comes down to education, knowing what muscle you're trying to do and why um, is, a, is a very important thing, in my opinion, in the industry that I wish people had more more knowledge of. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think it's it's really beneficial to be able to provide these education programs so that your trainers could all be on the same page. Right. You don't want to have this high end facility where you're offering all these you know, different really cool services and then have trainers that are just kind of not on the same page, right? Exactly. Um, and, and I know a big goal for yours is, is expansion and to eventually open a second, maybe even a third facility. Um, what would you say is like the, 
biggest bottleneck that's holding you back from this that point for now? Right now, I still look at it like education. When you're looking at opening another facility, and you know, maybe I'm looking at this incorrectly, but when you're looking at opening another facility, I have to trust somebody fully to be able to teach and run and, and be a stronger participant in the operation of this current facility or the facility that we're going to be opening. So there's a few employees here that we're working on trying to get them up to that, that, um, that level. And once their education reaches a point where they feel confident in themselves and because all, they're all very, very well educated. Yeah. It's the, oftentimes it's a matter of self-confidence and uh, knowing, knowing they know what they know, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You, uh, you think, never know what you don't know until <laughs> you finally know. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there you go. So, that, that's the main objective. The main bottleneck is trying to get the, the staff uh, to the point where I feel comfortable managing two locations with the help of, uh, you know, bring one of the current staff members up to more of like a general manager type role. Okay. Okay. And, and Dan, so we know what you want for your business now, right? We know you obviously have a passion, not only for, for rehab therapy, but for your members, for, you know, the people that work with you, the team that you built. Um, but what is it that you want from your business? What do you want the business to give back to you and your family? What's like that big picture for you? Well, the biggest thing is I want to provide I have two young kids. I have a, my son was almost 10 and my daughter seven. So, you know, the biggest picture for me is being able to provide them the life that, you know, unfortunately I wasn't, uh, didn't have growing up. So, you know, the, that's the main objective. That's the main motivation behind all of it. But I really do love giving back to kind of the community as far as uh, helping, helping people who've, you know, had a tougher upbringing, you know? So I think for me, being able to provide, you know, community, giving back to the community, um, from the business, even if it's, we're doing charity or charitable events or for doing, um, you know, even, even there's a boys to men company, you know, nonprofit that we, we try to be involved with and just try to give back that that's kind of the main thing that I, I like to get out of this, you know, honestly, it's a healthy lifestyle. I love being able to step out of my office and go work out, you know, without having to drive somewhere. Yeah. That, that's, a, that's a personal benefit, but, but, uh, you know, the main benefit I get though, is honestly, when you, when you take somebody who's, you know, 50 pounds overweight with a really bad back and you get them down to being perfect weight and a great functioning back and their lifestyle is completely different. Right. It's, that's, that's more the benefit that I see out of, out of, out of doing this. And it's a trickle effect too, right? You, you change mom's life, you help her lose 50 pounds and it trickles down her husband to her kids. Exactly. Now her kids are living healthier lifestyle. Now her kids will raise their kids to you know live a healthier lifestyle so so it's really crazy the mass amount of lives that you could really touch you know through owning a gym um but no dan I, I appreciate you i think that's a pretty good place to start to wrap things up on this episode here but before we do sign out of here please give a shout out to your website instagram facebook anything just so the listeners could find some more info on you and your gym yeah so the website is melitafitnessrehab.com we also have the website, San Diego personal training.com. And those are both the, the Instagram handles as well. Lead the fitness and rehab and San Diego personal training. Those are the main, main places where you can find us right now. 
Yes, sir. Dan Melita from Melita Fitness and Rehab and San Diego Personal Training based out of San Diego, California. I appreciate you once again, Dan. And to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. As for the listeners, don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you are interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez. And joining us on the show today is a very, very special guest. It is the one and only Marco with Black Rock Martial Arts out of British Columbia. Marco, what is going on? Happy Thursday. How are you feeling, man? What's going on? Oh, feeling good. Feeling good. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pleasure to meet you too. Look, Marco, we are excited to have you on here today. And look, before we dive into the nitty gritty, like everybody wants to hear, you know, first tell the viewers a little bit about how you describe your business to people, right? So if I came up to you and I'm like, hey, Marco, or Marco, I'm sorry. Uh, how would you explain your business? Like, What's like a little understanding, give me an understanding of, of what you do, what the business does. How is it ran? Talk to me about that. Yeah, um, we run a little uh, kickboxing taekwondo studio in uh, British Columbia, Vancouver Island there. Um, basically, you know, my whole thing is I'm not about having the giant super gym to say. Um, it's a little more, I guess you would say boutique, personal, you know, so smaller classes, but quality is definitely our focus and making sure everybody's, you know, learning the best techniques. And, you know, we have fighters and people that compete. But even if you're not wanting to compete and fight, I try to train you the same way I train my fighters, just so, you know, you're learning all the legit things. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's important. I love that. I love the mindset there. You're not excluding it to anybody who isn't, right? That that person who wants to grow in competitive or, or pro fighting, right? I think that's awesome. So let's dive right into the business here, Marco. So, you know, how, how many members are you serving currently? um right now our studio has roughly about 100 members uh, maybe a little bit more so 100 members there in place and we're serving you know from kids three years old um you know got some people that are um you know uh, about set almost 70 years old so we've got wow age range like you wouldn't believe uh our town that we live in is uh 
is a, a quite a high senior uh, population, um, but you know, lots of families, is, you know, younger families are starting to move over here. Um, so basically, we we serve everybody. Anybody that wants to learn, you know, come on in, and you know, we'll teach you the same way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I love that. I love that approach, man. I think that's the biggest thing. And you know, I think with with you being at the hundred mark, right? What's been your best method of finding, right? Out of those hundred, what's been the most common or best method to actually find those clients who, um, who do work with you? Yeah, honestly, for me, I guess I would say I'm I'm pretty different when it comes to, I mean, most people. Um, our town isn't too big. So, you know, it's a smaller town. I think, you know, maybe like 15,000 people in this town. Um, but then we've got some surrounding cities. Uh, there's a nearby city. It's got about 100,000 at it. So we're, uh, we're serving people kind of all around. But um, for me, I've, uh, I've lived in this area about basically my whole life, past 26 years. And I've worked here, taught here for, you know, the last 10, 15 years. And uh, I've gotten to know quite a few people in this area, made a lot of connections and just, just I've seen so many people coming in the doors of the gyms I taught at before. And uh, for me, it's basically been a lot of it's been word of mouth. So a lot of people just as soon as I put it out on my personal Facebook that I started a studio, it was basically just the people just started flooding in through the doors. Um, yeah, I would just say, you know, I think what it was, was um, just from whenever I, when I first started teaching, I've always kind of tried to put my heart and soul into every class I teach. And I think people have seen that. And, you know, once I, I said that I was doing my own studio, it kind of just spoke for itself. People knew what they were signing up for. And uh, I, you know, I haven't had to do a whole heck of a lot of marketing. Um, maybe I think I've run like one or two Facebook ads, like tiny. Um, and basically, you know, I put a sign up on my, on my studio, like, I think what, like three months ago, it's, I didn't have a sign wow. or anything. And it's just been, really? nonstop. yeah, it's been crazy. Um, I think by the biggest marketing technique, I guess I have for finding people that aren't, uh, uh, familiar with me from before, um, <laughs> here in Canada, we have a, a local, uh, fast food chain called Tim Hortons. Um, and, uh, super popular here. It's basically like the McDonald's. Uh, and so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I set up my, my new gym directly across from the drive through at Tim Hortons there. So everybody who's coming through Tim Hortons is looking directly at my gym every time. So, you know, if they don't know, me, yeah, they'll see my sign. And I mean, you know, I'm still putting things on social media once in a while and stuff like that. I know how important social media is too. Um, but yeah, it's basically been a lot of word of mouth and just, you know, people I've met made connections through from before. Yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. I think um, at the end of the day, there's so many avenues you can go down. And you, you have some versatility there. Obviously, you know, predominantly word of mouth. I mean, thank you for everybody, right? Word of mouth is going to be around forever. You know, not just centuries, but it'll be around forever. No matter what, no matter how fast technology advances or whatever you may say. I, and that's essentially thanks to your fulfillment, right? People refer others to raise their status. That's genuinely the reason why they do it. So the fact is you're doing well at delivery. You're fulfilling great results, right? Whatever it may be, or maybe just bring a good atmosphere, a good community. So people yeah. are talking about it. And in turn, you get those clients. Um, and so with those marketing efforts, do you, do you think you have like a rough estimate of how many clients you see coming in on a monthly basis? 
Um, it, it can, it depends. So with my studio, cause just the way I like to run things, I cap the size of all my classes. So depending on the class, I'll cap it. You know, if it's kids class, you know, it'll be a little bit of a smaller class. Um, if I got adults, I'll cap it around 14 people sort of thing. So basically the majority of all my classes are pretty much full. And, um, I, I basically just wait list people. And so I've got a wait list going and nice. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of like the way I wanted to do it from the beginning. It's just kind of stress-free. Um, you know, somebody, if somebody drops out of a class, then I just call the next person up on the wait list, bring them in. Um, but I recently added a couple classes. Um, so, you know, it's not uncommon when I start a new class that uh, I'll get, you know, I'll fill the class up 14 people within about a week usually. Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's been pretty quick. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's just, I, mean, I think I'm just lucky just, to, just to know a lot of people around here. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that's good. I mean, look, at the end of the day, like, I think who you are, right. I mean, I could tell just from here, this little conversation we're having, you have charisma, man. You have the things you can't teach the personality. I mean, that's, that's awesome. Right. Obviously to compliment that you have the experience. I mean, come on, since you're 14, I don't think anybody else would find anybody better. Yeah. So that's obviously a great asset to have, but I think, um, I mean, look, no matter what, I think everybody's goal is to get people through the door. And if you're doing it, and no matter if it's this way or that way, I think it serves you well. I think everybody does want more, right? So, and to continue on to that question would be, what do you think you can do to increase lead flow or traffic? What would you say is that missing piece? Is it that digital marketing or is it more word of mouth, more events? Like what's, what do you think is that missing piece to really increase the lead flow for you? Yeah, definitely. I think for me, I could definitely do more digital marketing. Like if, uh, you know, if I, if I ran some more Facebook ads or if I just stayed up to date on my social media, I think we'd be, we'd be getting even more people coming in and jumping on the wait list there. Um, for myself, I find I'm just, I, right now I'm like, at the point where I'm like, I don't need to do much advertising right now. I've got a wait list going. I'm just going to keep going. But if I find that, Hey, like, you know, my wait list is starting to get a little bit smaller then we're definitely going to jump back on social media. I yeah. think for, for myself, um, I believe social media is number one, like number one for advertisement. Um, you know, I'm not about doing running anything in the paper or anything like that. I find for us, if we're running things, you know, to run an ad in the paper or the radio or whatever is, is very expensive. And I don't see personally, I don't see a whole lot of, uh, return on investment on that. Of course. Um, I think it's just so much cheaper and so much more efficient to do it virtually do it on social media. Um, so definitely for us, I think if we decided to run some more ads, we could definitely generate a little bit more leads. And I think the reason why with those avenues of marketing, right, it's hard, it's hard to track, which is why they're a little outdated, right? If you can't see where lead flow is coming from, yeah, it's, it's almost like a shot of the dark, right? Yeah. Unless there's like literally like a posting, like, Oh, Hey, yeah, I came from the news ad. Yeah. You know, so, uh, but no, great points. They're great points. And so to kind of continue here, um, you know, with the clients that you have and how long you've been in business, right? With over a hundred now, how do you even maintain that? How do you track, you know, lifetime value, churn rate, how long they've been a member, cancellations? What's been your best math, best method of, of tracking that stuff? Yeah. I, uh, so I use, um, I've just from, I've taught in many different 
schools. So I've got to use um, different softwares and, uh, uh, you know, tech for things. Um, and we use currently a, a technology mind body. People are usually familiar with that one. And uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, I think it's a fantastic tool. It's, it's you can track so many things and it's so easy to, you know, I can just bring up a report and see, you know, how many people I got in the class and uh, check on my finances, everything like that. So MindBody has been our number one tool, I'd say for that. Um, we've been using it ever since we started doing just private lessons, even just from day one, it's been MindBody and I put everything through there. It's just awesome. Awesome tool. Yeah. No, that's great. I mean, at the end of the day, like I always say, right, as fitness professionals, we track the weights in the bar, our body fat, our macros. And then you come here and sometimes we're like, oh, I, don't, I think I have 12 people. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, how do you, how do you, why do you not track that? You know, the yeah. fact that you do, I mean, I'm not surprised. That's yeah. awesome stuff, man. And, and so, you know, here's going to be a little bit of a longer winded question, but a good question in itself. And it's a good way to kind of self-reflect here, right? And I mean, I know you kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier, but I will, we'll, we'll, I'll throw it out there. Maybe, maybe my answer might change. So, you know, in, in the fitness industry, is about three pillars of business we use pretty predominant. And that's going to be your lead generation, which is your marketing, right? Getting people through the door. Uh, client acquisition, which is your sales, getting them to convert from a lead to a client. And then your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. So of those three, Marco, where do you feel like you could improve the most? Um, probably number three, trying to, you know, get them to buy more. Um, I think for, for myself, once I, I'm, I'm a little old school in a certain way where if, uh, if I get somebody signs up on a, on a membership, I'm going to give them that rate for end of time. As long as they don't cancel, they're going to keep that rate. So, you know, for a lot of people also with the wait list, um, People don't want to cancel because they know if they cancel their membership, they're going to go back down to the bottom of the wait list and, you know, start over again. It's, it's unlikely they're going to get in anytime soon. Um, so, you know, client retention and, and bring clients in the door seems to be not a problem for us. Um, but it's just getting people to, you know, buy more. And for, for myself, you know, that may be whether it's merchandise or um, it's, uh, you know, uh, gloves, shin guards, all that sort of stuff. That's just some sort of ways, but we also do stuff. So we just recently added like a jujitsu class, Brazilian jujitsu. Um, oh, so, yeah. So what I'll do is if, you know, somebody's interested in doing, you know, like a separate program, um, we'll offer 50% off. If you want to do jujitsu, it's 50% off. So, uh, anybody that comes in, uh, without any sort of a membership with us currently is going to be paying full price. So usually all the members that are in my studio already, I'll let them know first and then, you know, they can sign up from there. Um, but yeah, definitely trying to find more um, ways to get current members to purchase more from the studio. I'd say is something we can improve on. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, that's a, that's a, that's a big, that's a great point. I appreciate the honesty and transparency on that, on that question. Cause again, I think we're on this podcast to focus on the good, right? And then when we have to dive into things that we can improve on it, it's kind of tough to dive into that stuff. But the fact yeah. that you did it with no problem, I appreciate the viewers appreciate it. I think it's an eye opener, right? And the fact that, you know, a lot of people will say you're successful here and you're doing well and you really are. But the fact that, you know, you can still improve, I think it's a big eye opener for everybody. Yeah. So um, with that being said, I mean, look, there's so many avenues you can go down right, with, uh, with Ascension. It just really comes down to your beliefs, right? Whether it's supplements, whether it's merchandise, whether it's putting them into PT, 
You know, I mean, there's so many options you can do. It really just comes down to you and what you want them to be ascended into, right? So, so great points there. And so I got two questions for you, last two questions, my two favorite questions. And I'm, I'm really curious to see what your answers are going to be just because of just your, your mindset here. I think you have a great mindset. You're pretty open-minded. And I think um, I want to see how your mindset transitioned from when you started to where you are right now. But first, before we dive into that question, I want to ask you this. You know, what's the bigger picture, the overarching goal? What are you trying to accomplish long term? Yeah, I think um, for myself, um, there. So, like I said, I'm in a small town, and um, I all when I when I started teaching, I basically was working at my uh, competitor's gym. So I was I'd been teaching there for about ten years. Uh, I stood trained there, taught there a long, long time. And uh, when I decided to move on from that gym, um, I, I ended up teaching some some other gyms in uh, close towns. Um, but now I guess my goal here is I'm not looking to this, this, my competitor's gym is a very big, big gym. They've got about, I think, like 600 members or something like that. Um, and that's not really what I'm looking to do i'm not looking to create a giant gym with just crazy numbers crazy number of members um i'm always looking for number one quality so i'm looking to when my members come in they're coming in they're learning they're getting really good they're learning the proper techniques i just want from for myself big picture i want to be recognized as a as a gym that's, you know, we can create great fighters, um, you know, people that are awesome shape. I'm just looking to make, you know, our smaller gym as great as possible. Um, not looking to, not looking to, to expand to huge, huge numbers or anything like that. I find that once you do that, you start, you know, it's almost like a, it's like a balance, right? The higher up your numbers get, yeah, you're going to, you know, succeed financially, you're going to make more money, stuff like that but usually the quality is going to start dipping a little bit in, in my personal opinion. Um, so I find that's what sets me aside uh, from the other gym, my competitor. Um, it's just, I want people to, to recognize, Hey, you can go to this gym. It's going to be awesome. You'll get a good workout in over there. It's great. Um, but if you want, there's this smaller gym over here and like most bang for your buck, like you're going to, you're going to learn, the proper techniques, you're going to be, you know, in a smaller class where the coaches are going to be able to keep a close eye on you and help you with those small details that you're not going to get at that bigger gym. I think I just want to create a, an atmosphere of quality. And when people see my brand, they know what they're getting. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. You don't want to jeopardize the, the quality just for quantity. And if not, that, that makes a lot of sense, right? Because you put aside the values of her, not the values, but you put aside the, the care essentially for your clients and people don't realize, but that's when your, your profits will drop, right? The more you care, the more money you're going to make. And people feel that, right? People make, people buy based off emotion. And if they feel you're genuine, they're going to walk through your door and you're going to maintain them, totally. right? And it's just maintaining that connection. So I, I, great answer there. And so one last question for you, and this is the one I really want to hear. You know, uh, Marco, if you could go back in time to when you first started your gym, right? And gave yourself that one piece of advice that you think you really, really needed to hear. What would that advice be for you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Well, when I first started my gym, I started two years ago in right in the right in the thick of COVID, right when everything in our in our uh, area got shut down, nobody was doing anything. It was I was actually working as an education assistant in our, our school district, um, and we we had our schools were shut down and the the teachers had work to do but the education assistants we didn't have anything to do so we were sitting at home for a couple months doing basically nothing and it was i was sitting around and i'm like and i'd always been you know toying with the idea of opening up my own gym but you know with my my uh, old gym my competitor being in town you know it was always a little nerve-wracking like all right like if i do this are they just gonna stomp me out right away and you know am i just gonna fail right off the bat um but when covid hit it kind of pushed me to be like all right i'm gonna do this thing i'm gonna i'm gonna start my own gym and basically what i did is i started doing one-on-ones in my garage because that's all you were allowed to do you weren't allowed to do they didn't allow group classes or anything like that uh personal training was still allowed so i did one-on-one lessons in my tiny little single car garage with uh nine foam mats on the floor and my self-holding pads um and basically you know what if i had any advice i would just say just jump just do it just go for it go for it trust yourself and uh, just as long as you put your heart and soul into it every day and you you work as hard as you possibly can, people are going to see that people are going to come. And uh, I think just don't be don't be afraid to go for it. Like it's it's I, I had so many people telling me that was a bad idea, especially to start it during COVID. And it actually ended up probably being the smartest thing I ever did because there was nowhere else to train everybody. Everybody only had, you know, the, the, all the big gyms were closed. Everything was closed down, but you could come do personal training with me in my garage. And I got so many members coming in right off the bat doing that. So uh, if you trust your gut, uh, go for it. Do it. That is it, man. Talk about a mic drop of an answer there. Way to close <laughs> it out there, Marco. Holy cow. Look, it's a good place to wrap things up on this episode. But before we sign out, Marco, you know, please. Shout out your Instagram, your Facebook, your website, anything you have. Where can people find out more about you and the gym? Yeah, it's uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, all that. Black Rock Martial Arts, you can find us. Um, you know, we try to try to update it as much as possible. I'm hoping to get a YouTube page going soon, too. And uh, I'd like to get into the world of just doing some uh, online instruction. Um, so hopefully we'll be getting that going eventually. Um, but yeah, you can check us out. Um, we've got some some guys that are just starting to get into their uh, fight careers now. Um, so you can follow along and see how they do from very beginning all the way to the end there. Um, but yeah, check us out online. There we go. There we go. Marco, look, we absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. If you wanted to stick around for one second, so I'll let you know how you can hit the podcast. I'd appreciate that, Marco. So just give me like two seconds. Uh, and to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit that like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in, join us, talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. 
Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.